Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're talking about Moon Knight Episode 4, Feedback. All that right of the we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley, how are you, my friend? I'm good, you know. It's nice, nice Monday afternoon. Yeah, it is a nice Monday <laughs> afternoon. I really enjoy doing these on Monday afternoon. It's like a good way to start my week. It gives me something to do on my day off than just sitting around like a slab. I was on like hour four of selling Sunset. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing with my life? I don't watch reality shows. What is, is that real estate? <laughs> it's real estate reality show, but it's definitely way more reality show. Like every once in a while, they'll show the cool houses, but it's just, you know, five, you know, just women fighting. Oh, they okay. hate each other Sweet. so much. Uh, I, 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 I watch plenty of reality TV shows. Yeah. Like reality TV for me is my thing I can have on in the background and enjoy immensely. Or like it, like it's so dumb that I can like yeah. do other things and it doesn't distract me. And then I can turn around and still fully know what's going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just I can't really do it. I'm very picky. I watch this <laughs> and like I watch Dragula, but I don't watch like any of the other like drag races or anything like that i'm very very picky um but we did watch that dumb cake show and even watching it i'm like what and, and of course in like one whole afternoon like shows like that i'm like what are we doing but yeah. i like we'll do that there's a glass blowing one that i really like a competition ooh, on netflix ooh, like we're yeah. very very random with our reality I, i've heard the glass blowing one is cool i've heard the glass it is cool one. um i yeah i i i basically i'm the opposite of you i'm incredibly not picky i will watch anything because it's like literally the goal is have something on that i do not care about so that i won't get distracted and i'll continue <laughs> yeah. to work but some the, the narrative some kind of narrative going on in the background keeps me keeps my adhd brain having enough going on in the background with Without something distracting that I care about, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'm glad that that's helping you. Like yeah. it's a good thing. <laughs> they don't know what they do. Like it's beneficial. Yeah, it's 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 weirdly <laughs> beneficial to me. Very specifically, I think it's really bad for most of society, um, and it's probably bad <laughs> for me. I was like, but if I went to you and I was like, what did Brenda say about Sherry? You'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, it's true. Where it's true. other everyone else be like, well, that bitch said, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Sometimes I watch like an entire season of some stupid dating show and Alyssa comes home and she's like, you watched that already? And she's like, I don't really want to watch it, but what happened? And I'm like, oh, I'll tell you all the tea about <laughs> yes. like whatever love is blind. I don't know that one we watched together. But anyway, anyway, let's talk about Moon Knight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Moon Knight. Speaking of a crazy TV show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that went sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're, I rewatched it this morning. Spoiler alert. Episode four. Here we go. Um, mm. The hippo at the end just kills me. Just kills me. Yeah, it's too. It, it's almost like too Disney. <laughs> no, for me. That, that's perfect. I love it. Uh, yeah. like, hello. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's so silly. It's so against what you would expect a ancient god to speak like. And that's yeah, I just love it. I think it's really wonderful. Yeah. I can't wait to see. I mean, is that going to be a buddy who's just going to help them get out of whatever world they're in? Yeah. I have no idea. I wonder if that's like Mark's sunken place, you know? I don't know. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Could be like one where they go when the other ones are, you know, taking over. The third personality is taking over, which in this one, we hear the third personality beating on the sarcophagus as well. So I guess mm -hmm. it, it could also be a place where once they've once they've died, that's where they go or something like Ooh, other personalities yeah, are that's like, true. Because they they are. I mean, they shot in the heart. So if that's the real world that we've been watching for three episodes, four episodes, like 
he is shot in the heart. I don't know how you get around that exactly. Hmm. Especially mm. without any powers. Yeah, Kanchu no, no longer inhabiting him. Hmm. Like it almost feels like if they just are able to wake back up somehow, it'll be too easy. Like there's going to have to be yeah. some sort of you know maybe he fell into or, the ancient water of Amantep. You yeah, know? exactly. He could just throw whatever <laughs> of made up Egyptian name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's that's not a bad idea. And, and I think Tawaret isn't that the name of the hippo goddess? Yeah, Tawaret. Tawaret being there and communicating with them makes me think that like they can pop in. Right. What if what if Tawaret op makes them an offer of some sort or like offers them a piece of her power to be able to resurrect or something like that? That actually sounds like the uh, most reasonable. Uh, yeah. Course. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Probably. Or or maybe he'll like go have to go rescue Kanchu while he's the like avatar of Tawaret, who knows, you know. I would be like, can I just continue to be your avatar? You just from first instances seem so much nicer. Yeah, yeah. Just that that was such a <laughs> I mean Kanchu's funny, but it's like I don't want to feel like I'm getting roasted by Don Rickles every time I'm walking by, <laughs> you know, Kanchu. <laughs> yeah, Kanchu's a real like gaslighting, like insulting asshole. <laughs> I don't know. He's not the best guy to hang out with all the time. He sounds like me, actually. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, di- let's dive right into some of the feedbacks. Um, first, we got Lydia Herbert, one of our patrons. Thank you. Thank you to all of our patrons. We got, Ooh, we got a lot of new patrons. Uh, I think for, from a couple weeks ago, we talked about the Patreon and a lot of people. Oh, nice. In. So thank you. I'm just gagged every time we get new patrons. I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> you know? it's hugely helpful in keeping the show running. And we just appreciate you guys so much. Um Okay, so first up, we got Lydia Lydia Herbert, one of our patrons, says, Hey, Pandas, uh, well, my brain broke. I just noticed something in the end credits. When it says Oscar Isaac, it has three of his faces, meaning Ooh. there's three confirmed personalities. Uh, they are just making us wait for Jake. Yes. Uh, this is going to be a stuffed two episodes. Right. I mean, they've been like hinting at Jake. I feel like even if they just throw him in in the last bit, the I, I, I'm guessing the end of the fifth episode, he'll appear. We'll actually like, get to yeah. see him. I hope he has that thick, like New York accent. Yeah. Like, Mark, Steven, you're just messing everything up and I'm stuck on the inside watching all you idiots run around banging your heads together. <laughs> I just can't wait to see Oscar Isaac tackle a different personality. Like, mm-hmm. 100%. he can do it. Oh, he's great. He's so freaking good. Like he inhabits Steven so well, the sort of just like, uh, you know, that all those weird, I've been seeing all the Stevenisms going around of just like the yeah. things he says. He lives in wonder. Yeah, he does. He lives in wonder. <laughs> he like makes little weird jokes. He's kind of always optimistic, but also scared. Like he's, he's just, I love him. I love him so much, <laughs> but that is so different from all the other roles I've seen Oscar Isaac play. And I just love that. Yeah. He just disappears into it. And I don't even know what Jake's going to be like, so I'm excited. Uh, Up next, we got Tim Brown, one of our patrons, says, I'm pretty sure 99.99999% to be exact. Uh, (laughs) By the time this is over, Layla will end up being a version of an older Marvel character called Red Scarab. Red Scarab. Red Scarab. I don't know anything about Red Scarab, but it seems 
if if that is not the case, if that is a Moon Knight character and then she doesn't end up being Red Scarab, her being called Little Scarab seems like a uh, uh, like a misdirect, you know, like a red herring. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. a red scarabing. It looks like from a quick goog that that was a male character named Abdul Fowl. Hmm. Oh. And during the 1940s, Abdul led a group called the Sons of the Scarabs, seeking to end Britain's control over Egypt. Okay. Well, also, and, and I also heard father's name is Fooley. Uh, is it Abdul Fooley? F A O U L. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm per, maybe. Yeah, Abdul Fooley. Yeah. That would probably be the better way to say it. Uh, so maybe her father was that character, or, or she mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, sort of a play on that character. Interesting. I dig it. I dig it. Other alias is the Scarlet Scarab, and they are currently deceased. Hmm. Okay. Hmms. <laughs> All the hmms makes yeah. makes you go. In fact, um, is that a, that was a song in the eighties. Is make that right? Things that make you go. Hmm. That's it. Things that yeah. make you go. Hmm. <laughs> That's one of them because it's like then you'd have to deep dive on the character, and I don't want to. I don't want to know too much. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm enjoying. The surprises. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you as a Moon Knight fan already know a good bit. So it's like not mm-hmm. knowing those few little things is nice. That's why we love Marvel. They do it for us like that. Yeah. Well, they just such a depth of characters. And even if you know a character, like we've talked a lot about how will they go with the comics or will they not? But the other thing is like they've gone through so many different iterations of different characters that mm-hmm. will they go with this version or that version or this version? Or make something up and throw it in the middle. That's yep. the most fun, I think. Yeah totally agree i think that's mostly what they do here yeah um, most of the time and they just you know they, they do a good job of keeping the core of the character though that's the important part <laughs> let's see next we got another patron ao ray says hi first time writing in but i've seen some awesome theories that i feel the need to share first is a moon knight theory that might be a stretch but i see the leap Episode three, when Mark is fighting the men on the rooftop, there's a piece of green screen laying on the floor. Later in the episode, when he's running to catch the guy, you can clearly see a camera guy filming. Could it be that this is a show within a show, kind of like WandaVision? I'm pretty sure that that is in the comics with the other alter, Jake. Uh, This is not my theory at all i've just seen it, this going around and want to hear your take hmm thank you ira hmm. and i hope i'm saying your name right so i love <laughs> i love things like this and i love the idea that this could be going on as well because like the mental hospital thing I, we i think we all kind of expected they might throw that in but i didn't know mm-hmm. that there was a version of moon knight that maybe like thinks he's an actor on a tv show uh yeah uh, no uh, Steve Grant is the billionaire. If there's other Moon Knights besides the main three or other personalities that might have been one of them, but no, he Jake's the yeah. Jake was like the cabbie who's mm-hmm. like violent. And Stephen Grant is the billionaire. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mark is the mercenary. vigilante. I thought that there was one in there. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Is there? There could be, or there could just be a thing where, like, just like they're both in the mental hospital now, and they're, like, Mm -hmm. having this, like, maybe my whole world has been a mental hospital. You could totally see, like, a fourth personality emerging that, like, wakes up and steps off the set that is Moon Knight. And it's, like... like, Yeah, 100%. what What if the fourth personality is Oscar Isaac? 
and he like that'd be amazing. Let's break that fourth wall. (laughs) Oh, what what an amazing fourth wall break that would be if like Oscar steps off the set of Moon Knight and he's like confused about whether it's a show or not. That could be a lot of fun. (laughs) It'd be very uh, being John Malkovich of them. (laughs) Yes, for sure. If that is an idea they're going with, I love that in episode three they're dropping green screens in the background and having cameramen because it's like I didn't see that stuff. It didn't bother me, but on a rewatch, it would be so cool to be like that. They're already putting these Easter eggs in there for us, you know? (laughs) Uh, Somebody sent me a picture of um, what everybody thought was John Majors in the background. And I'm not going to lie, that looks just like him. But I might, like, I don't know. I was like, oh, that is a good call because it does look like him. Interesting. But then I'm like, now I'm saying everything looks like Kang. I think that the uh, the thing in uh, Kang is like the new Mephisto. Yeah, 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 for sure. But that picture looks really good. I didn't think that guy looked like him. And I'm wondering no? if the people just like photoshopping this stuff because I... That, that too. In my freeze frame of it, when I was... We, when we, we were talking about it on the show, I paused mm-hmm. it and I was just like, that does not look like John Majors. I mean, it, like, it kind of does. He has some similar features, but like, I don't think it looks like John Majors. Okay. Unless he's like really like kind of making his face different. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Um, I didn't think it looked like him, though. Okay. I'd, I'd like that. <laughs> Just keep putting Jonathan Majors in everything <laughs> until we get to Ant-Man <laughs> and just drive everybody crazy. Yeah. <laughs> really absolutely. Enjoy. It's like Mephisto and Kang are just like playing at the corners of the universe everywhere <laughs> trying to get in. <laughs> Love it. Uh, okay, next up we have Christian Singh uh, on Gmail says, Hello guys, my name is Christian from Saskatchewan. I have that? been... Hmm? In Where's Canada? That? Oh, I, Saskatchewan. I was very proud of myself for reading it correctly. Me too, I, I, girl. I, <laughs> you crushed that. <laughs> it was halfway through the word and I realized what word it was. I was like, Saskatchewan. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad I didn't have to read that. I would have been like, Sacktown. No, wait. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sure it's really beautiful. Canada's lovely. Canada is lovely. What an interesting name, though. I love the Native American names throughout all of, like, the northern parts. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, Christian continues. I have been listening to you guys for a long time. I'm happy to say this is the first time I have decided to write in. Well, welcome, welcome, Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, I have a theory about Moon Knight and how it will connect to Kang. The other day I was reading... I didn't plan that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The other day I was reading about Khonshu on the Marvel Wiki page. I noticed an interesting point in the description. It mentions Khonshu is not only the protector of those who travel at night, but also those who travel in time. Hmm. Hmm. So what if Khonshu and Kang struck a deal of some sort, protecting him in his travels back to ancient Egypt, allowing him to ascend to the throne as Ramatet. Perhaps that's why Khonshu had, was banished from the Overvoid. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't, didn't know that was a thing. Is that so what that's what it's called? I guess that's what it's called. Um, <laughs> cool. He allowed slash facilitated Kang to take over. Mm. Hmm. I know Moon Knight is intentionally separate from the rest of the universe at the moment it got me thinking though that's as far as my theory goes but let me know what you think christian hmm 
Hmm. I love this theory. Uh, we all know that like Kang has a variant that was Ramatet and was in mm-hmm. ancient Egypt and Khonshu had to have been cast out of the overvoid at some point, which I guess is what it's called. Um, <laughs> it made you laugh through your wine. Um, you did. <laughs> um, yeah. I like this idea a lot. One thing I really like about it is if it's true, first off, it'll be very cool that two shows in a row that came out around this time of year, both end with the Kang reveal. You know what I mean? Like Loki just about a year ago ended with the big Kang reveal. And this show would also end with like Jonathan Majors stepping up and being like, thanks for the protection, Khonshu. You know what I mean? Like the, the real reason we've been trying to stop the rise of Ahmet is because Ahmet was coming for Kang, you know, something like that, like whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, c- it could be really interesting if we see this play out especially because it would put Moon Knight on the opposite side, or at least Khonshu on the opposite side of what I'm assuming the rest of the Marvel pantheon would be against Kang, right? Kang is this powerful, like, time traveler, and Khonshu has some sort of deal with him to protect him. That would put Moon Knight Mm. as, like, almost, you know, on on the villain side of things, you know? I like that. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting, Interesting. Christian. Interesting. All right. Up next, we got Sean Hurst on Gmail says, okay, so wow. What an episode. Mark punching Stephen for kissing his wife. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. Uh, The creepy Egyptian zombie dude. Uh, The most horror filled moment in the whole of the MCU so far. And I want more. Mm. I agree with you. I agree completely. Mm. You don't think it's the most horror filled moment? Uh, mummies don't scare me because I'm just bones, Cindy. I'm trying to think. Like I don't know. They've never. Mummies have never been like terrifying. I think the way that they filmed it was was pretty scary. I'm just trying to think in my head of like. I mean, what anything it, they else like, that they had? I know. I'm trying to think. I just can't think of anything else where they're like. He's like ripping the guy's organs out and throwing them on the table, and the lady is like <laughs> hiding behind oh, a stone. Yeah, that's true. Like it's all pretty gross. Like there's blood everywhere in the meaty bits, as uh, Stephen calls them. Like it's it's ter- it's terrifying and gory like it's probably the goriest things they've ever done i have a very high bar for that i recuse myself from this conversation (laughs) (laughs) well okay okay so so i agree you have a high bar for it i'm just saying like for dis for for this for the marvel i don't think they've ever done anything yeah bringing it back down yeah like on their level i think this is the this is the scariest thing they've ever done until 11 days from now <laughs> oh God, is it really just 11 days oh yes, my god like a week and a half that's crazy wait mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah yeah, yeah the, you're right you're right so the fifth, fourth i was i was just thinking th- there's two more episodes of moon night and i was like how can it be less than two weeks because one is this week and one is next week that makes sense <laughs> my math yeah, is just weird i guess the finale is wednesday and then we go thursday yeah golly that's crazy okay so so much good marvel coming guys this is like Mm -hmm. some of the most exciting marvel we've ever had i can't believe they keep like bringing the level up like i I really can't at some point they've got to bring it back down because i am just about to explode all the time All right, let's see. Uh, sorry about that, Sean. Sean Hurst continues. I was so wanting Stephen uh, to announce the 
sarcophagus was that of in sabar nurs <laughs> that would have been funny i don't know who that is who is apocalypse in... oh that would have been awesome yeah <laughs> it would have been hilarious they should have put like an apocalypse easter egg in the background something. or something yeah because yeah. oscar isaac also played him but alexander the great was cool too seeing as he was revered as the descendant of zeus and amun creator of the universe in Egyptian mythos, and god of the sun, so opposite of Khonshu. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And what a twist at the end, almost straight out of the comics, but so different, enough that I don't have a clue what's happening. And I don't care. Yes. I'm all in and love it. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on this episode. Sean from the UK. <laughs> Sean from the UK, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. Once I brought myself back down for the horror. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, you're on such a high level. That's like when. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of, lot of pretty messed up movies lately. Like, well, exactly. It reminds me of when I go into an Indian food place and I'm like, I'd like it spicy, please. And they're like, wait, mm. like real spicy or like white guy spicy like what's your what's your level <laughs> <laughs> it was like they had that laid out perfectly for us in nashville and i was like thank god this is level thing is in every single store because if you make a mistake and you're someone like me you are in trouble talking about the national <laughs> hot chicken yeah right? they yeah. had like six different levels of the chicken heat and so i could always be like bottom bottom one <laughs> and put it all put that put this the mild on the side please See, so I, think, I think that's you with horror you're you're like you're the person yes. who's always eating the damn hot or whatever and you gotta and, and like for us this was pretty spicy this is some pretty spicy yeah horror. yeah i get it i totally get it <laughs> why is it so spicy <laughs> um okay that thank you sean thank you sean i love it all um I, oh i wanted to mention he, he mentioned he's the descendant of zeus and amun if that like turns out to be real which is kind of what they're saying in this episode like her dad believed all the gods to be real and mm -hmm. he died like trying to prove it and she's now proved it um i love that uh i love that like this the zeus connection because we've got uh, we just got the trailer for love and thunder and it appears that like you're also getting zeus in that so like maybe there's a connection there maybe they like these pantheons of gods are interconnected in ways that are like maybe they're background or maybe they're not you know it's it makes it like when you start to think about it too much it all starts to like get too big because oh, then you're yeah. like, well, how come these guys aren't ever talking to these guys? And how come these guys aren't working up? And so everybody's gods really are real. I think we talked about that a little bit last time. You're like, so wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> are they gods or is that just the word that they're using for gods? And they're more like eternal spawn. I don't know. Right. <laughs> the people probably dub them gods. Right. Magic is just science you don't understand yet. I don't understand any science. <laughs> I think they're going with the same explanation that the mcu has always gone with which magic is real but it right. is it's Science just based. something you don't understand like yeah. magic is just a thing that's just beyond your understanding and so we assume it's magic but really yeah like all this stuff is based on some sort of elder magic or and each of the different magics in the mcu are all kind of based on some sort of like ancient thing or elders mm -hmm. da, 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 whatever eldritch i mean not elder <laughs> 
was like Elder Scrolls. Isn't that a video? <laughs> I was just going with it. That sounds right to me. Oh, eldritch, eldritch magic. If I'm not mistaken, this is this is me going to be showing my uh, mythology lack of knowledge, but uh, <laughs> eldritch magic is what they use. Like um, Doctor Strange uses. Like that's that's called eldritch magic, right? That's a I've seen it listed as think so because that just sounds like a D D <laughs> class to me too Eldridge. Yeah. and i believe the gods like the ch ch uh cthulhu and such are also the eldritch eldritch mm -hmm. gods yeah. right yes 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 so i guess those magics are connected in some yeah, way yeah because that's like thor heimdall everybody like that frega their their magics also eldritch magic oh interesting yeah. i thought asgardian was different According to the Marvel Cinematic Universe wiki. Okay. So. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I know, don't know. Okay. Let's see here. Up next, we got Zach Miller on Gmail says, hello, panda people. <laughs> um, panda people. Uh, sorry. Just not like party <laughs> people. Um, okay. I am super confused after the last episode of Moon Knight. Like many people probably are. However, I loved the scene with Mark and Steven in separate bodies. My friend told me that he was disappointed that the third personality didn't get any screen time, but I think he actually did. When Mark and Steven are walking down the hall, Steven sees another coffin like the one he, ra he was raised from. I think that the third personality and whatever the place they find themselves in has split all three personalities from each other. It would be an interesting way to introduce the third personality. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that until next time. True believers. Uh, yeah. Yes. We totally covered that in the, uh, yeah, we did. I, I definitely think that's the case. Like the third personality, yeah. they see it. And also the sarcophagus. Like, case. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go home now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the sarcophagus sitting on the wall, and the, and it's it, whatever is in there is beating on the in the interior of it really hard, not screaming. Like you hear Steven and he's like freaking out and screaming his like yeah. very um, high pitched sort of like wimpy wailing that's going on, <laughs> and then it, it's interesting. At the very, I love it. I love it so freaking much when. Howaret walks up and the, this this hippopotamus shows up at the end of the episode. <laughs> hippopotamus. And, <laughs> which, oh yeah, we've got to talk about that. Have you seen the hippopotamus <laughs> thing going around? No. Oh no. Oh no. There's a song that I don't even really know the setup. I think he wrote it or something. Oscar Isaac. Oh the hippop. Oh that he sang to his, like on a night show. Yeah, it was that like he sings late to his night kid. Show. Yeah. I feel like that was from a couple years ago. But talk it about was. like foreshadowing right yeah for it's, it's so great there's this great song it's like played on like a late night show and it's just oscar isaac playing guitar and singing this song going hippopotamus hippopotamus and so it's like <laughs> taking that and then intercutting the idea of this, oh, end of this episode very funny it's very good very good my favorite one has been uh, all the werewolves during Khonshu moving the moons back and it's like a kid and they transform and then they're back into the werewolf like ah yeah yeah <laughs> it's so very good. funny <laughs> i love werewolves <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting that you love werewolves like so much what what about a werewolf uh other than the obvious in the fact that I like at night you turn into a creature <laughs> 
I think it's because they like scare me the most. Interesting. Like you have your scary vampires, but like usually getting bit by a vamp or something is like a romantic thing, like a zombie thing I could like run away from. Like they do have horrible vampires, don't get me wrong. But a werewolf is just gonna tear you to shreds and there's really not much you could do. And like I'm talking like good werewolf, like cabin in the woods version werewolves are like right. very scary. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, not they like, always, yeah. A, these give me a good puppies. werewolf. These aren't domesticated. No, werewolves. I need like no. a nine, ten foot scary where like we just watched werewolves within and i was so goddamn disappointed in that movie because i guessed who the werewolf was in the first two minutes because of something that the character said and i'm like this is dumb and then they just kind of didn't do it right and then we watched this other werewolf one where it wasn't even a werewolf it was a murder i'm like can somebody please give me a good werewolf movie in 2022 okay can we please (laughs) this is not going to be your style at all but you just helped me come up with an absolutely wonderful idea for like a novel or like a, like a YA novel. <laughs> and it's like yeah. the idea that werewolves exist. Right? right. But just like dogs used to be wolves and have like been domesticated. There's like a line of werewolves that have sort of like learned to live with humans and have done yeah. just like, just like dogs. They've like become more friendly. Their features are a little more <laughs> floppy. They're less wolf like be better. And then, like, yeah, so like the 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 movie would be like this struggle of like these like werewolves who are pure blooded and like that's already like they're like the you know they're like the Slytherins of the werewolf we're world we're, right? We're not swearwolves, we're werewolves. <laughs> not swearwolves. What is that from? Uh, what we do in the shadows. Oh, gotcha, there's gotcha. like that whole rival werewolf gang, and the guys like Fuck you, Gary, or whatever, and he's like, hi. Hey, we are not swearwolves, Mark. <laughs> we are werewolves. <laughs> we don't got to be showing this bad side of us. It's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> and they're actually the kind of werewolves that you're talking about. They're right. like, we got to get along with the people. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, did you just eat little Timmy? You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see a YA novel about that. Like like the cultural clashes of like werewolves who've decided to adopt humanity and werewolves who've like, and like literally like dogs versus wolves. Like they're like wear dogs yeah. almost they like come out kind of fluffy be the cutest shit okay yeah. sorry i'm just i'm just writing ya series over here um, to go back to zach's feedback uh we've got um i really like the idea that we don't hear his voice because what i was going to say is when they see towerette you get two very different screams from steven and from Mark, and I love yeah. that little detail. Steven goes, ah! and Mark goes, ah! like it's very yeah. like viscerally different kinds of screams. And I love that we have uh, whoever this third personality, we're kind of assuming Jake is in this thing and he's the more violent one. And he, there's no scream at all. He's not calling yeah. out for help. He is just physically trying to take out the thing. He's like beating on it. Cause he's, you know, he's just not panicking. He's in there like trying to get out of his own power. I think that's kind of a cool, like glimpse into the character of Jake, I guess. It's been pretty interesting. Not that I can compare to what he's doing, but I have the voice acting I've been doing for that TikTok character. I'm doing two different characters. I'm doing a bubbly, happy one and then her emo twin sister. So I constantly have to do these lines where they talk back and forth with each other in completely different voices, but they have to kind of sound the same because they're twins. It's very interesting. That is really (laughs) cool. But it is hard. It is. It is not an easy thing to do. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. I, I haven't I haven't watched that lately. I need to go check it out. I don't it, know. If, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it, it is indeed. I love it. <laughs> you provide the voice for that thing. Well, do you want to say what it is on the show? 
yeah it is it's called uh hang on i'm trying to open that that's i'm such an actor like those like watching johnny depp they're like what you, what movies were you doing that year he's like i don't watch them i don't do them like i don't know what movies i did that year i'm just famous <laughs> it's called almost a princess for real on tiktok and the handle is just that Alyssa with three s's and it's like a redheaded uh avatar yeah but yeah almost a princess four is like the number four and real and uh yeah we've been doing really well we have like a hundred and twenty five thousand followers three wow. million likes yeah crushing that's awesome man that's really really cool thanks love it love <laughs> it um yeah I, I've, I've watched a bunch of them uh, but i haven't seen them lately so that's cool that she has a twin they're now. Uh, interesting yes <laughs> <laughs> awesome not for everybody but it's amazing <laughs> that's rad i dig it uh, okay well almost a princess for real i'll check it out again ricardo jimenez on gmail says hey everyone uh been a while since i've written in last this one is very matt centric <laughs> and may even be a stretch as many of my things are uh he continues um, but also being a star trek the next generation geek the first three episodes of moon knight were very of the masks episode uh, like while episode four was extremely frame of mind style two episodes i personally love even though lots of people hate on masks hey uh more for me then <laughs> i like that 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 idea of like more for mm -hmm. me then you guys don't watch it i get to watch more of it i don't think that's how that works rick i'm sorry um, <laughs> this may go right over everyone else's heads listening though so i feel free to glance right past this one <laughs> um yes rick i unfortunately kind of goes over my head a little bit i remember those episodes but do not really remember the style of them i guess or like what, what exactly how they relate to these two episodes but i do think like it's really interesting to like just look at science fiction overall and star trek being one of those things star trek has done so many different things and so the, like all these concepts that i love come from star trek you know like mm -hmm. the the narrator being someone who's in a mental hospital sort of like he's talking about with i think frame of mind was was that episode um and like it's just it's just interesting to see uh how those tropes can be repurposed to tell new kinds of stories and as long as the story is about the person in the situation like mm -hmm. that's the, like it's about the human being and the emotions he's going through and not about not about the trope the tropes can just facilitate in this like sinking into the old tropes like multiverse or starships or superheroes or like whatever the tropes of those different genres are like mm -hmm. it just like feels like you're soaking in a warm bath of the thing you love and then you just are experiencing <laughs> the story i just i love yeah. that so yeah rick i i feel you i gotta i have to look i have to look at those two episodes and rewatch to to remember how they relate exactly to these one thing that I'm absolutely loving about this series is um, one of my favorite things is an unreliable narrator me who's too. supposed to be the main character. Like nothing makes me more excited for that because I just like to be continuously shocked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was fake. Like unless it gets like ridiculous, like where they take it too far, like at the very end of the movie, they're like kind of like X, not to spoil that, but the spoiler they did in the last 25 seconds of that movie, I didn't care about. I was like, that is so stupid because hmm. who cares? It didn't mean anything to the story. It had nothing to do with the plot. It had nothing to do with that, like to move that character's, you know, motivations forward. They're just like, and then this. 
just on the TV when the, you know what I'm talking about, right? I if do. You don't I do. Um, yeah. I, and and I, I'm trying to I'm trying to say how I feel about that without ruining X for everyone. If everybody, I'm sure X. a lot of people wouldn't be though. So. X is yeah. X is an interesting <laughs> horror movie, and I'm going to talk a little bit about it. So jump forward 30 seconds if you don't want to know a little bit more of how it ends. I thought that was interesting because it played against the trope that this movie establishes in the trailer. In the trailer, it looked like this movie was about religious zealots who think these pornographers are 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 trying to like destroy society, right? Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's actually they. It's actually this girl who was part of that culture, and like it's it's interesting that they kind of yeah. twisted it. That the final girl is actually like someone who is who was born and raised in that culture, and is actually like her entire thing is sort of pushing against that culture. I don't know. I liked it, but I get why. I agree with you. It doesn't it doesn't do much for the plot there, except for mm-hmm. to further the idea that like you misunderstood what this movie was about if you came in thinking this was this culture versus this culture instead it's much weirder and more interesting and more personal i guess yeah there's a lot plus i was like uh, uh, they were doing it for a lot more reasons than that than just being religious those people yes exactly especially the grandma from hell <laughs> absolutely well they weren't doing it because they were religious at all i don't think I, th- yeah. that, that was on the tv that's, but like yeah that was i didn't not her get motivation. that from that that they were motivated by religion that's not no, what i was getting no, they from weren't. that yeah they weren't. i was saying like in the trailers that's what they made it look like in the trailers oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then you go to the movie and it was so far from that that mm-hmm. it, it actually like that's what i found interesting about that last moment is it like further fed on the trope like it further destroyed the trope that, that, that i thought the movie was going to be about when i went to see it oh okay that's okay. what i was saying i don't um, think i went into it with that but that's interesting yeah in, in the trailer they have those lines about like the degenerates destroying society and then they like juxtapose that with the characters who are the murderers and so like mm-hmm. it made me think that it, it, it draws that connection very starkly in the trailer but then in the movie, it's not that at all. So it, interesting. It, yeah, I thought it was interesting, uh, but agreed, it didn't really do much for her character, I guess. <laughs> Except the idea that like you don't tell me what I deserve, you know. Well, in Final Girl stances, like she, that makes sense. That the girl who grew up being oppressed by her religious parents went out on her own, became a strong, independent woman, and started doing porn would be the classic trope of your last of your final girl like if we knew that earlier you would know pretty quickly that she was going to make it through if you follow the holly like the horror movie formula right well kind of but then you also have like the final girl is often the uh the virgin right well you can't have a virgin in a porn movie <laughs> agreed, agreed do we well, actually see her have sex in that one does she actually do. yeah she do. does it okay and but you do have at oh, the beginning yeah, of the, the movie the you do have the virgin part. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the movie, you do have the the more virginal character, and like it, 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 that's why throughout the movie you're like, which one of them is going to be the final girl? And that's why at the end of the movie, it's the two of them. Yeah, until the one takes a fur shotgun to her face. <laughs> yeah, that was unexpected. <laughs> Sorry to spoil any of that for you guys. We tried to kind of talk around it, so that's the movie X. <laughs> We've been talking a lot about a lot of her. I might just need to start that podcast. I know. I really think you I should know. start a podcast about it. I think you you like heading a horror podcast would be awesome. Would be freaking awesome. And I'm sure now that I sit on the podcast, people are going to write it and tell you how awesome that we'll would be. We'll see. I, I honestly feel like it wouldn't be that big. People aren't as into horror anymore. Anymore, but we'll see. 
Okay, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk <laughs> we'll more. See, about we'll it. see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I just snuck that in there so that people would. <laughs> what do you mean we don't like horror? Of course we like horror. Yeah. <laughs> You're like you don't like horror. You thought that freaking Egyptian guy was scary. <laughs> uh, I don't think you can handle what I'm bringing to the table. <laughs> Because what I would love to do is at the end be like next, like already have a schedule of movies and then yes. give people like two weeks to watch it and do like a bi-weekly kind of thing. Kind of like what Source Pages does where you like, like bring it, they have the show, they know it's coming and then including the new content, you know, like, yeah, I think that would be a super yeah. cool show and it's not a show I would do. <laughs> I mean, I might be on one here and there, but I, I, yeah. I would not be a good host for that because I don't, it's not my genre, <laughs> but you would be freaking awesome for that. I'd love it. Bill, Bill had already said he would kind of want to do it too. I oh, just, rad. I'm like, I would have to get some time and, and figure out how to edit. That's, that's really, yeah. And, and I, Ken said he would probably help. Yeah. It'd be rad. And I'll, I'll help with yeah. anything I can. Um, obviously. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is bring on a new project and have anybody else have, like, if it's mine and I'm doing it, it's going to be mine and I'm not going to put it on anybody else's plate. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's people that like might want to help you and like, that's Which great. is cool. Yeah. I'll um, totally take help. Take help. But like, and, yeah, you, you don't want to cut like, yeah, I can't edit another one, but like I, I no. could, I could help you learn how to do it. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll try to teach you to fish. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay guys. Well, I guess that's about it actually, uh, for our feedback for tonight. We'll be back with uh, moon Knight. Midnight Moon Knight. We are doing Midnight Moon Knight this week. So join us. Um, we'll be there, uh, whatever, 2 a.m. Central Time on scener.com slash stranded panda. That's S C E N E R, scener.com slash stranded panda. And uh, you can find us, do the live watch at 2 a.m. 3 a.m. We'll be doing podcast on Twitch. So join us for the late night thing. Ooh, let me plug something real fast since I actually have something to plug. Oh, yeah, yeah, please tell us the plugs. Uh, Matthew Fox and I were just on the uh, album Concept Hour this past week discussing um, Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses, and it was a blast. So that should be dropping soon. And I'll go I'll share that in the uh, in the chat. Um, that's Brad LeBaron's uh, podcast. And it is just a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It is like I love you've done it. Uh, uh -huh, I've yeah. done it before. Um it's just a lot of fun. They're fun guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they're 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 really nice guys and uh, really fun podcast. And just I love a concept album. I, I got, Me too. I got to come on there and talk about one that I that is one of my favorite albums called Ribbons of War. So if you go back and listen to listen to one I was on, it's called Ribbons of War. Uh, is a freaking great album that I love. Um, but yeah, y'all go y'all go check out the album Concept Hour this week. I'll talk to you guys in a couple days. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.